Hola, mi amores. Welcome back to another episode of the Beautifully Built Podcast. I'm your girl, Melissa Impet. I actually don't speak any Spanish at all. My Spanish is horrible. I don't get what it is. My brain just like is not programmed to know another language. But hola, como estas? <laughs> That's about all I know. I hope you guys are doing well. I am so fired up this morning. I am up super early this morning, getting a lot of stuff done before heading to the airport to fly back for a little East Coast trip. So I'm really excited. I'm gonna be visiting New York, New Hampshire, Boston, and Rhode Island over the next two and a half weeks. So I'm really excited to see so many friends, some of you listeners, some family, and um, enjoy the East Coast during the summer when there's no snow. <laughs> Part of the reason why I moved to California was I just couldn't do the cold weather anymore. So this is the time of the year that I really do enjoy on the East Coast. So I'm really excited about that. But I wanted to come chat on a little solo episode today because I've been having a ton of conversations with people about food and our relationship with food. And I feel like, you know, we just put so much stress and strain on our relationship with food because of, you know, the way we want to look. And it's just really unfortunate because food is, it's, it's part of our lifeline. It's, it's, you know, it's what we need to live. And it's just, it's so sad that a lot of people have a really, janky relationship when it comes to food. You know, food is like one of those things that you love, but you hate, and it's not good. We don't want that. We really want to clean up the energy around your relationship with food. So if you are the type of person who has a pretty funky relationship with food, this episode is definitely for you. Really hope you take something away from this and remind yourself that food is not necessarily the problem right? Food is actually acting as a mirror for you to come back and look within. There's no reason you should be angry at food. A muffin is not going to make you gain weight. It's your relationship with that muffin that's allowing you to store excess body fat. So it's not the food's fault. We can't be blaming food. If anything, you should be super freaking grateful for food. You know, we... I think a lot of the times we kind of take it for granted sometimes because it's so easy to find here in the United States. But don't forget that there's a lot of places in this world that it's hard to get a meal. You know, we have food everywhere. Oh my gosh, right here where I live in San Diego, walking outside of my condo complex, there is 30 restaurants and like places to get food. It's like food is everywhere and it's such a huge part of our life these days. Like I'm sure you guys have plenty of friends where you get together with them and the only thing you do is really go out to eat, you know? And it's like, we start taking advantage of the fact that food is everywhere. Like, oh my gosh, I'm headed to New York City. In New York City, I always recognize the fact that like there's flashing signs blinking at me all over the place. Hot dogs, empanadas, you know, like blinking at me. And it's just, it's wild. We have such a skewed relationship with food these days. Just like money, food has become like such a material, like we just have such a weird relationship with it. And we really, really need to clean that up. So I highly recommend trying to have a little bit more gratitude when it comes to the food that you eat. Every time you eat something, 
be aware of it. And this is something that I've actually been working on because how easy is it to prepare yourself something to eat and then sit down and be scrolling on the freaking phone? Sometimes I catch myself scrolling on my stupid phone and I look down and my plate is empty and I don't even realize that I just ate all of the food that I prepared myself. So two things happen. Then I'm like, okay, what's next, right? And it makes me want to overeat. But then it's also like this feeling of like, damn, my phone is absorbing me that much that I didn't even just realize the action of picking up something off my plate and bringing it to my mouth, chewing it and swallowing it. Like that's not good. (laughs) Not good. So we really got to work on this relationship with food. So seriously, um, Deepak Chopra, he is such an amazing, amazing person. If you've never heard of Deep, Deepak Chopra, you definitely have to get on YouTube and listen to some of his talks. But he, you know, has really been in, big into Ayurveda, which is a whole style of eating and really using food as medicine. So I can't say that I'm like totally diving into the Ayurvedic world as far as like my nutrition is concerned, because it's actually pretty complex. My mom just gave me a book recently. It's Deepak Chopra's cookbook to Ayurveda. And it's very interesting. Um, I'm not there yet as far as trying to shift my diet over to the Ayurvedic diet, but there's so much beautiful just reminders in there that food is actually medicine. And I think this is so important to realize because every single thing that we put into our mouth is directly correlated to how our body is going to function tomorrow. So what you eat today affects on a cellular level how your body is going to react. Because we can't forget that our cells make up our tissues, our tissues make up our organs, our organs make up our our whole body, how our body functions. And every single thing we put into our mouth has to reflect on, you know, the body that we're creating. So it's so important to remember that food is literally medicine. It's not just something that we eat because we're bored, we eat because we're emotional, we eat because, you know, we're happy, we're celebrating. It's it's something that you should take a little bit more seriously. It really is how your body is thriving or not, <laughs> you know, depending on what you're feeding yourself. So it's super important to like be remembering all of that as you choose, as you make the powerful decisions as to what you're going to eat. I just wanted to like talk a little bit about the way that I do like to eat. And I would definitely call it call it more of like intuitive eating. And I know that word intuitive eating has been like kind of trendy recently. And um, it definitely, it fits the description of how I eat because I eat based on how my body feels and that's using your intuition, right? But I will tell you that I do have like some boundaries for myself, okay? Especially because I like having a beautifully built body. I like designing my body and in the gym, I am definitely bodybuilding to shape my curves and my muscles the way that I really want to. So, because of that, it's so important that I focus on my protein. So protein, out of the four macronutrients, protein, healthy fat, complex carb, and fiber, protein is the one that I focus on. I don't think about calories. I focus more so on my protein. So a lot of experts say that if you want to be, you know, keeping nice, solid 
tight, lean muscle, right? You want to stay nice and toned. You don't want to be too flabby. You want to really focus on feeding and fueling that lean muscle. You want to be getting 0.8 to 1 gram of protein per pound. So that can be kind of intimidating for some people, especially if you're not used to getting a lot of protein. So here's what I do. I really just try to make it simple for myself. I eat five times a day. I eat breakfast, mid-morning snack, lunch, mid-afternoon snack, dinner, because that feels really good to my body. Also, I, I do really appreciate food, and I, I am a foodie. I call myself a fit foodie. I like eating. It, it makes me happy, right? And I love fueling my body. I love when my body feels energized. So I've done some research, and I really enjoy eating every three hours. Breakfast, mid-morning, lunch, mid-afternoon, dinner. My little trick is I use the timer on my phone. I don't set alarms because I don't eat at the same time every single day, but the timer works really well. So when I eat something first thing in the morning, I set my timer to three hours. As I'm eating, I press start. And the timer is going to go on in the background of my phone. And after three hours, it's going to go off. And that's my reminder. Oh, it's time to eat your mid-morning snack. So I eat my mid-morning snack. I reset the timer and I press start again. And then it goes another three hours. And when it goes off, it's time for lunch. So it spaces out my day so perfectly. And that's really what I've seen. My metabolism, it takes my metabolism about three hours or so to really break down the food that I've been eating. And um, what's nice about that is I never go too many hours without eating. Because when you go too many hours without eating, that's when your metabolism slows down. And we don't want that. If we want to be burning excess body fat, we don't want to give our metabolism time to slow down. So it's just like an analogy of a fireplace. When you put a log on the fireplace, the fire is going to burn really, really hot. But then eventually, once some time goes by, it's going to start burning down and it will go down to just ambers and then eventually it goes all the way out, right? Unless you put another log on. So it's the same with our metabolism. Once you eat once, your metabolism's all fired up. It's burning nice and hot, burning that excess body fat. But then if you go six hours without eating, your metabolism has so much time to slow down. And we don't want that. We want to keep it revved up. So eating every three hours works really well for me. But this is what I mean by intuitive. You have to see what works best for your body. But I will tell you, if you only eat two meals a day and you're having a really hard time losing weight, something's not working right. <laughs> right? You can't just keep doing the exact same thing that you've been doing if you're not getting the result you want to see. You got to be willing to switch something up. So eating every three hours works really, really well for me. So back to the whole protein thing. If I'm eating five times a day, breakfast, mid-morning, lunch, afternoon, dinner, I really like to just make it super simple for myself. So here's what I do. I focus on getting 20 to 25 grams of protein each time I eat. That's literally my rule for myself. I don't really think about calories. I really just focus on protein. Actually, that's kind of a lie because I also focus on sugar and sodium. Those are the three. We'll say the three rules. I focus on protein, sugar, and sodium. So my protein, 20 to 25 grams. If I get 20 grams five times a day, 20 times 5, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, by the end of the day, is 100 grams. 
I weigh about 143 pounds. So I'm still falling a little bit short of getting one gram per pound, but 100 grams of protein is gonna be much better. And most of the time, some of my meals are gonna be 25, maybe 30 grams. But like my key to myself is, all right, Melissa, every time you eat throughout the day, try to hit that 20 to 25 grams of protein. And then by the end of the day, you hit your goal. So instead of looking at the big number, 143 grams of protein, I break it down and I look per meal. So I divide it by those five portions. So it makes it a little bit less intimidating. Sugar is super tricky, isn't it? Because when we, when we eat a lot of sugar, we crave a lot of sugar. It is literally, I personally think, the most addictive drug in the entire world is sugar because how many of us are freaking addicted to sugar? I know I am. I know it's definitely something that I probably should be working on a little bit more, but hasn't really been too much of an issue in my life, so I don't focus on it too much. But sugar is super freaking addictive. So I really like to keep my eye on it. Here's my rule for myself. 15 grams, 15, one, five grams of sugar or below per portion. Because 15 times five portions throughout the day, if I ate 15 grams of sugar each time I ate throughout the day, that's 75 grams by the end of the day. Holy crap, that really adds up fast. So that's my rule when I'm eating either a meal or a snack. Mind you, my meals and my snacks look almost the same every time because I'm eating 25, 30 grams of protein or 20, 25 grams of protein. So my meals and my snacks look the same. Snacks don't have to be this little dinky prepackaged granola bar, 100 calorie pack. No way. My snacks and my meals look exactly the same. They're the exact same size. So don't think a snack has to be little miniature. That's just such a misconception. <laughs> but anyway, so 15 grams or below of sugar. So like if I'm in the grocery store and I pick up, let's say granola to put in some yogurt, right? Perfect example. Yogurt, look at the label. There are some of those tiny little yogurts that have 30 grams of sugar. That's two of my portions instead of one. And then if you add granola that has another 10 grams of sugar, woo, we're getting up there. And then you have some fruit with that, we're really getting up there. So fruit has natural sugar, but it's still sugar. So I always really pay attention to that. If I have fruit, it's only gonna be once a day and it's usually gonna be earlier in the day. So my body uses and burns off that excess sugar, okay? So 15 grams of sugar and below is a really great rule. If I'm in the grocery store and I pick up something that has more than 15 grams of sugar, I just don't buy it because it's tempting. It's too tempting and I know I'll eat it. And then I wanna create, and then I crave more sugar, right? So that's my rule of thumb with sugar. Sodium, the issue with sodium is it makes us retain a little bit more water. So a lot of the times it makes us feel extra bloated. However, sodium is key. You don't wanna have no sodium because sodium is an electrolyte that helps balance our water in our body. So we need some sodium, especially if you're sweating a lot. You definitely need some sodium, but you don't wanna overdo it with the sodium, which is so easy to do. I don't know if you've ever looked at sodium before, but if not, you better start looking at these nutrition labels because you're gonna be blown away how much sodium is in something packaged. Sodium's a preservative. 
So when they add sodium to things, it lasts longer. So no wonder a lot of things have a lot of sodium because companies are trying to make things have a long shelf life. So look at sodium. My rule for myself with sodium is about 300 to 350 milligrams per serving because at the end of the day, five meals a day, that's gonna be 1,500 milligrams of sodium. Between 1,500 and like 22, 2,300 milligrams is a pretty safe range, but you don't wanna go over that. And I'm telling you, <laughs> if you get something frozen, like some kind of frozen meal or something canned, there's 400 to to 1200 milligrams of sodium, especially like a can of soup. Cans of soup are super tricky because if you look at the serving size, it's usually two servings per can. So if you eat the whole can, you have to times the entire nutrition label facts by two. So if there's 600 milligrams of sodium and you eat the whole can, that's 1200 milligrams in one can of soup. So that's almost your whole day. So really pay attention to sodium, especially if you go out to eat a lot. If you go out to eat a lot, you're going to have a rough time staying in the, in the safe range for sodium because restaurants hate to break it to you. Restaurants don't care about your health or your goals. All they care is that your food tastes bomb so that you come back and you spend money again at their restaurant. They don't care about your goals. They just want everything to taste really freaking good so you keep coming back and giving them your money. So pay attention when you go out to eat. A lot of people think like, oh, I'll just get a salad. Let me tell you, it is probably better to get a burger without the bun than it is to get a salad. A lot of salads have super calorie dense ingredients added. If you have a salad that has croutons, cheese, raisins, craisins, nuts, then the dressing, all of those things are super calorie dense. Dried fruit has a lot of sugar in it. Nuts are really calorie dense. Avocado, cheese, those are all fats. So a lot of the times when people think they're being good by getting a salad and then they're adding salad dressing too, they're getting so much fat, not much protein. And you know, it's just, it's not very, let's be real. Salads aren't nearly as like sustainable as if you were to get like a grilled chicken Parmesan with a side salad that is like a basic salad. Grilled chicken parmesan is one of my jams. I love it. It's so satisfying. But that's going to be better for me, more satisfying than the salad option. So if you're the type of person, whenever you go out and you're like, oh, I'm going to be good. I'll just get a salad. Pay attention because salad dressing in itself has sugar, sodium, and usually pretty high in fat because it's an oil base. So if you're the salad person, reevaluate. Take out your phone and download one of the calorie counting apps just to see what's in things. I'm not like a calorie counter. I don't think that's good for the brain. It doesn't work well for me. If you're a tracker, then cheers to you. But for me, when I track things, I get obsessive. And intuitive eating, trusting your instinct, your intuition, it doesn't work when you're being obsessive. So tracking doesn't work well for me. But I do recommend, you know, looking, Googling. Like if you go to a restaurant, a lot of them have their nutrition facts online. So check out the nutrition facts and um, you'd probably be pretty blown away. 
So I hope that this was kind of helpful, you know, but I really, with my intuitive eating, I, I eat what I feel like. I'm also like just super creature of habit. So like I know what meals work really well for me. Like if you follow me on Instagram story, you see a lot of my meals and a lot of the times they're pretty damn similar. And that's because I know what works really well for my body. I know what food helps my body feel its best. And I love waking up, looking in the mirror every day, super freaking proud of myself. It's like addicted. I'm just addicted to feeling proud. And, you know, as I see my body shape and change with all the hard work in the gym, it makes, it makes eating simple foods not so bad. I'd rather eat pretty simple foods and be super freaking happy with, with how my body feels and with how my body looks in the mirror. So I'm a creature of habit and I don't really mind it. Y'all know I love my Vans waffles and my eggs. <laughs> it's like my go-to every single day. Sometimes it's the first two meals of my day. Two Vans waffles and four to five egg whites. Little cheese. So I got my protein from my egg whites, my, my healthy fat from my cheese, my carbon, my fiber from my waffles. I'll do a little spinach with it. Bomb. Make a little omelet. Mmm, so good. So yeah, you want to, you know, just... Make it simple because when we overcomplicate things, that's when we get stressed and we're creating our own stress around food. So if that's you, pay more attention. Try to make it easier on yourself. And if you need some help with this, reach out. I definitely, you know, I don't focus j just on nutrition anymore because we all know it's a lot more about what's going on in our mind than just what we're eating. But I would be more than happy to explain to you the coaching that I do now because the coaching that I do now is, is life coaching, but life, right? We have to eat <laughs> in order to live. So it's definitely something that I incorporate still because nutrition has a huge role in how we wake up feeling every single day. If you're waking up super run down, feeling exhausted, you just don't have any energy, I guarantee if you were to, to clean up your nutrition a little bit, get more into a structured routine and really focus a little bit more on, you know, your timing, your nutrient timing, how often you're eating, and really focusing on the quality of the foods that you're eating, you would see such a big difference in your energy. So reach out if you need any help. I really hope that this episode was helpful. Um, I love talking about nutrition. So if this was really helpful and you want to hear more episodes on nutrition, please reach out to me on Instagram, a underscore healthy underscore attitude. Shoot me a message. Tell me what you would like to hear about. And I would be more than happy to come on and share my thoughts on the world of nutrition. All right. So to wrap up this episode, just really take some time to think about your relationship with food. Take out a journal and at the top of the page, write down, what's my relationship like with food? And free write. Ask yourself, what is your relationship like with food? Is it something that's really kind of toxic? Because if that's the case, then we got to do something about that. Because you don't want to be living your life with a toxic relationship with food. Because that's going to create a lot of issues for yourself moving forward and your body image and your confidence. And, and then if you have children, oh my goodness, then you're going to be passing that off to your children. It's just really something to, to grasp hold of now because you don't want to be living life stressing yourself out over food. Food is essential. Protein, healthy fat, complex carb, fiber is essential macronutrients. Our body can't make them on our own, on its own. So that's why we have to be feeding it to ourselves. So focus on that relationship with food. Focus on the gratitude around food. Every time you eat something, 
find the reason to be so grateful for what it is that's in front of you and eat it with love. Eat the food and send love to yourself. I know this sounds so goofy, but like as you're taking a bite, send love. Tell yourself that this food that you're eating is going to be nurturing and nourishing your body. It's exactly what your body needs right now to feel and function its best. All right? I hope this was helpful. I love you guys so much. I appreciate you, and I will catch you on the next episode. Mwah!